Post podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have conversations about sex and sexuality. Today, I'm very excited. Celebrity guest, everybody. <laughs> Please welcome to the. I don't mean to laugh after saying that. <laughs> Confidence at an all time high. Everybody, today we have TV's Cody Crane. Oh my, oh my God, Cody Crane! I'm just, I'm starstruck. Yeah, that. I mean, I was on. I think at the start of the pandemic, I came on the show, and I wasn't TV's Cody Crane at the time. But now you are. But now I am. It, it took like everyone's talking about how this pandemic destroyed them. No, it brought me to a new level. I'm Hollywood now. Let's yeah, go, Hollywood baby. Uh, I mean, I mean, you were on a couple shows in the past couple of years, though, or the past year. That's, I mean, that's not, that's not nothing. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I got, um, I'm a little, uh, little reoccurring role on CBS show Ghosts, and Hell then yeah. on uh, Netflix's Lock and Key. Fuck yeah! And uh, how how perfect are these? I mean, your podcast is spooked. These both sound kind of spooky. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a realm I cannot get out of. <laughs> Yeah, you have been pigeonholed. <laughs> yeah, every and like I'm I'm in like other shows like here and there, but the one consistent is I've never played someone alive. I'm always no. dead. No, or I die. I die, or I'm dead <laughs> already. So there's something about me where they're like, I want that guy not there, not around, but here a lot. No, here but gone, but gone, but yeah, but present. passed on. <laughs> I'd love to see this guy passed on. Wow, what is you just what what is it about you? What is about your look? I wonder. I'm I'm thinking like <laughs> that like and maybe you'll disagree with this, but this is my theory, right? So, I'm thinking that when you look at me, yep. you see like there's something about me and my face that looks kind of like warm and innocent yes. that I think when you see me immediately, you you care about me you're like oh look at that cute little fella and then when you see me die you're like oh no not him but you don't know anything about me but you just saw me briefly and you're like yeah i'm behind him and felt a connection yeah likable <laughs> the likability the cute face this yeah, I, well, this, I, this i buy i'm a cherub <laughs> you are you're a sweet baby boy <laughs> <laughs> Do you think all of these these hundreds of episodes on your podcast spooked? Do you think they have prepared you for these roles? Um, you know, no, not at all. <laughs> even even for like a mine being like an improvised ghost podcast, I go into this American television show yeah. that is. About ghosts that has heavy improv, yeah. 
But the thing that does not prepare you is that I have no confidence. So like, <laughs> I, I've been flopping in improv for so long on my podcast. Ages, yeah. Yeah, for ages. It's destroyed me. And now when I go on set, I I can't say anything. I'm like, I'm below all of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Have you seen the show? Um, it's Will Arnett, and it's like an improv murder mystery show. Have you seen <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I just saw the first episode yesterday. It's so funny. The Conan O'Brien episode. Yes, I was so excited. Well, like, I was already like, okay, this show is going to be interesting. Yeah. And then there was something about just seeing, like, Conan be the first episode <laughs> that I was, like, blown off my chair I needed to watch it right away. <laughs> and like, is that level, are you on par with like the, the talent that is coming out of the show? What's it called? Murder something something. Murder, Murderville. Yeah. Murder. Murderville. Yes. Thanks. Um, am I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could be a yeah, guest on... anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like maybe season two. Yeah. Conan yeah. O'Brien, Marshawn Lynch, Sharon Cody Stone, Crane. Cody Crane. TV's Cody Crane. TV's Cody Crane. <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah. um how spooked going have you found like are you have has it been helpful to you during the pandemic do you like having it around is it difficult to manage during pandemic times how you feeling about it i th i think like the podcast is like therapeutic in a way where at least we ha we get a schedule you know like yeah and we have like kind of an outlet where we can talk to people otherwise you don't do you that. don't so yeah. Um, yeah, and I've been, I've been grateful for it. And especially like, I don't know, you, you get so many guests on that you wouldn't have had otherwise because of distance. I agree. Like, remember a time when you're like, ah, I can't get them in person. I don't want them. Yeah. Um, do you live in Toronto? Like... Do you live in with like a five mile block radius? If not, it's probably not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. worth the trip. And, yeah. and now it's like all over the world. We had someone from Iceland on, like, it's insane. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember back in the day, uh, when we were in studio, um, like doing like at eggplant studios. Yep. Um, and I had someone come in from Hamilton and I was like, Whoa, why? <laughs> It's like really why that seems like a long drive i don't know you didn't need to do that <laughs> it just felt like a lot uh... <laughs> that that was my favorite time because like i think i might have mentioned it before but like i was outside the studio for almost all of your recordings too. <laughs> that's true oh i forgot that you and mike yeah you're my and... buds that i got to see every week yeah, and I would just, we didn't get to hear it either, so we'd just be like, oh, I wonder what they're talking about in there. <laughs> yeah, who the hell's we that? We had an idea. <laughs> yeah, you had a little, little bit of an yeah. idea. <laughs> I had some thoughts, but... <laughs> oh my god, those were the days, eh? In-person yeah. shit. Even I mean, podcasting was in person. Can you believe it? Yeah, it seems unreal now. Like, I, I don't even know when we would get back to that. Yeah, like, I think people have um, offered to do it in person with me. Like, they're like, oh, I live mm -hmm. close to you. Like, you know, I'd feel better about coming in person. And I'm still like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> we, we've done one in person. Um, we do one every year. Um, Anniversary the year before, show. Uh, we do uh, 
a Chris Mark miracle, we call it. Yes. So we bring in like Chris Sandiford, Mark Hallworth, um, uh, my friend Chris George, like just some like good friends too that I haven't seen in a while. So the one year we had to do over Skype for the first time or over Zoom. Yeah. Uh, but this year we did get them in before like Omicron became like a big thing. Oh, nice. That's nice. Um, yeah, so I got to see them for a bit, and then I said farewell for another year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also so did one in person. Um, like, yeah, maybe in November, early November. <laughs> <laughs> was it weird? Was it weird to see to look someone in Very. the eye when you interview them? <laughs> you know what? It was super weird because, like, yeah, I used to have a different setup, but now we just use the one mic. So we actually sat beside each other, <laughs> talking to the same side of one mic. <laughs> <laughs> like it's snuggled, kind of. It's kind of. <laughs> it's funny. We were like, I mean, once it's in person, you got to get as close as possible. Like you're already there, you yeah. might as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're sharing a mic, like you mm-hmm. know, if if we're not breathing in each other's, I don't know, coronavirus, then. <laughs> That's what I did with all the Chris's and Marks too. We all just nice. cuddled in together. Yeah, around one mic. <laughs> just around one mic, yeah. Yeah, just like a warm, warm fire kind of huddled around it together. It's cute. Yeah, four or five people around a mic, shockingly, <laughs> didn't sound that great, but <laughs> no, it felt really? amazing. No. <laughs> no, it's funny. I've actually recorded four people on one mic. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> It was just Bryson, Callum Rotten, Matt McGrady, and myself <laughs> all around one stupid little USB mic. <laughs> the only person you could hear was Matt because he's so fucking loud. <laughs> he also had his mu- his mouth right up to the mic and everyone else was at a distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't really think it out. <laughs> oh my god. Um, speaking of podcasts, I want to pick your brain about this because we were talking about this pre-recording. You were on a pod, was this just yesterday? Yes, this was just <laughs> yesterday, this is so fresh. Okay, give me, give us like the setup of what this was, because I think this is so funny. Um. So, okay, so the podcast <laughs> is Paranormal, which is also on the Sonar Network. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you can check them out, but um, I was guest hosting on it, and they brought in a psychic uh, to talk about love and to oh do some psychic romance predictions. Oh my god, yes. Um, which, mind you, a month, about a month ago, this psychic came on and they brought me in for that one too. And she basically was like, go to the doctor, you're going to have a heart attack and die. Oh and god. I was like, oh, oh my god. So I can't wait to see what she says about my love life. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're okay, right? You're doing fine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. I took it seriously. I'm doing the doctor's appointments. I'm getting the testing done. I'm not telling my doctor I'm there because Why? of a psychic. But, <laughs> well, I mean, you might as well. If I think that What's, whether where's you believe, the harm, yeah, whether you believe in psychics or not, <laughs> I think if someone tells me I look like I'm about to have a heart attack and die, then I should probably see a doctor. Is this related to how people perceive you in auditions for TV shows? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the same phenomenon. Yeah, they're like, uh, I see like a whole like 
Chris Farley, John Candy scenario with this guy. So let's get his legacy <laughs> oh, <no>. going now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, but this time it was love and romance, which is yes, interesting. It, yeah. It was love and romance. And I uh, I got a bit of a doozy. We've talked about on here before of me being asexual. Yes. Um, and that being a topic of discussion. Yeah. She's, uh, she said that I need to meditate on that. So immediately she's discounting this completely. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> immediately she's like, I don't see that for you. Okay, wow. Yeah. And... And I'm a pushover, so I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I'm just like, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm apart. doing. Yeah, yeah, no, don't believe me. Yeah. yeah. What do I know? <laughs> you know me more than I do. I don't, I don't know. Um, help. Oh, okay. Not a great uh, start. <laughs> yeah. So now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. She said that in eight months from now, okay. she's... She said, I already know the person, but in eight months from now, person with the starting letter of S in their name, Uh and they're a teacher or mentor uh, slash fellow actor, that's like a teacher or mentor, and I'm going to be dating them, and we're going to move to New York. (laughs) Wow, bold. That's a big... I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can discredit some psychics with being vague, but she takes some big swings. <laughs> yeah, perhaps overly specific. Yeah. 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 They're good. <laughs> um, so, Broadway, here I come. Yeah. So, S. Okay. Who do we know? S. She said short brown hair, and I know you've had Steffi on the show. So, I immediately <gasps> I messaged Steffi. Antonio. And, and Steffi's a big theater actor, wants to move to New York. I messaged Steffi, and I said... Uh, Want to go on a date? <laughs> I said... Eight, no, I, I got right to the point. Psychic prediction, eight months from now, we're dating. We're moving to New York. Let's go. <laughs> Did the psychic, like, look through your Instagram? It's like, who does this person know? And they're like, oh, this, this Steffi character shows up a lot. <laughs> we're friends <laughs> it's, it's interesting because she doesn't she doesn't like do the research like the first time i was on especially she didn't know i would be on that one because i'm not a part of the podcast right oh okay okay that's interesting um so, so it's all on the fly <laughs> yeah and she didn't even know i was an actor she mm. knew that i was obviously there because i do podcasts and like mm. appearance stuff but i think she thought i was like a a <laughs> celebrity ghost hunter or something i don't know <laughs> yeah something to do with ghosts yeah the half dead thing was still <laughs> she knew that much yeah yeah she was like yeah this guy you're either gonna die or i want you to die or something. she might have just given me eight months of hope on my way out <laughs> <laughs> so what did Steffi say tell me uh- um, she was very excited about the, just the idea of moving to New York. I don't think like it mattered. <laughs> she didn't really hear me. the rest. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter with me being involved or anything. Uh, I think the New York thing is enough excitement. Oh my it, god! I'm gonna get a message a week later after that settles in. Be like, wait, what was the other part? <laughs> hey, you said it was a psychic. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. I wasn't. <laughs> 
Oh, maybe you're going to go like, so this was specifically like love romance. That yes. was like the category. So like love could be, I don't know, romance is romance, I guess. But love could be like roommate love. Maybe the two of you like go and be New York roomies or something like that. Well, that's true. You know, we could be her. Um, she told me to meditate on it. Maybe I'll be like, no, I am asexual. And that's all she wanted me to do was have more confidence in it. Ooh, that's a, that's a read into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> that's yeah a nice way to put it of her being like no 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 you're not ace <laughs> that's bad <laughs> i want to know how everyone else in the pod reacted to your prediction here um they were i i think everyone was on board because afterwards, <laughs> <They were? laughs> yeah everyone's on board with this like after uh she did uh-oh I lost you, Cody, if you can hear me. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at comeasyouare.com. Club M4 wants to announce that they are officially back open for business at 1989 Dundas Street, East Mississauga, Ontario. They are the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA and are super excited to get you back to their in-person events. And of course, head on down to clubm4.com to see what a club created by swingers for swingers is really all about. Oh, Cody. Through the powers of internet podcast recording... We have <laughs> we have got disconnected and got reconnected, much like you and Stephanie might you might reconnect as lovers. <laughs> That's true. Psychic predicted, so yeah. it's got to be true. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> what were some of the other readings like? I'm actually so interested in like in like tarot and psychics, like but interested in the way of I know absolutely nothing about it, but I'm like. I want to believe this kind of stuff is true, but like, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm a little skeptic, but like, I love to hear about people's shit. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm... It's cool! Like... I think it's so cool. Like, and I've had, we've had like a psychic on Spook before, and like, it was a very odd, yeah, it was a very odd thing, and he he wasn't great. His was like... (laughs) He was like, he predicted for me, you're going to have a penny on your forehead. And I was like, oh, okay. What? Like, That's a metaphor. They discontinued here. So I guess like, I don't know. American, <laughs> American penny? They still have pennies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, what the fuck is that? Yeah, um, not quite but... the reading I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Is that the kind you find cool and interesting, Aaron? <laughs> no. Pennies on foreheads? Yeah, pennies on foreheads. <laughs> but this one like the first one because i mentioned the heart attack but i didn't like go too much into detail but the crazy thing was of this Mm -hmm. 
that I found really interesting and made me take it a little more seriously mm-hmm. was that she she said, well, you have your grandfather here in the room. He says he's your grandfather. Ooh. His first name starts with a W. It has to do with your middle name, too. Like, that's his son. Um, is that it, which is also true? W? Yeah, my grandfather's name's Willis. My middle name is William, which is my dad. Um, oh my, that's something. And then she was like, and he says that he survived a heart attack, but you might not be so lucky. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And I at the time, I was like, uh, I don't think he ever had a heart attack. Like, he died very old. Like, he was 96. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I called my parents after and they were like, and I was like, did grandpa ever have a heart attack? And they were like, oh yeah, he felt something coming. And like my parents live in the middle of nowhere. My grandfather lived in the middle of nowhere. So like any kind of medical thing, like you're just kind of screwed out there. Yeah. You're hours away from getting any sort of help if you need it. <laughs> yeah. But there was something about that day where he was like, I should go to the hospital today. And he went there and when he got to the hospital, he had a heart attack. Oh, my God. And he survived it. Oh, my God. And and then went back home. So the one thing I thought she was wrong about, she was actually right about, and I was wrong. Wow. Oh, my God. She really did know you better than you knew yourself. I I know. Maybe I got to meditate on this whole asexuality thing. (laughs) Any other asexual would probably be offended by this, but me, I'm falling apart. I'm unraveling at the seams. Okay, now I get it. Now I understand. Because that's like a serious reading. That's like, she really fucking nailed that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you would have to, to me, like you would have to take that was a lot of big swings. That wasn't yeah, just like huge, massive. Yeah, to go with like grandfather's uh, first letter of the name. His son is your middle name. Also starts with a W. Like those are big that's, swings. Like that's yeah. You can't. <laughs> that's not like someone being doing that general reading thing of like, oh yeah, you'll find love in a few years and you'll be happy and, and yeah. wealthy it's like okay well like pennies on the forehead yeah where did you find i want to know where this podcast found their person and where you found this guy <laughs> like, yeah, clearly they have better sources yeah like clearly clearly spooked as a shit show uh, where did you find your guy <laughs> Our guy came to us oh with a God. publicist. A, like, a publicist sent us this guy. Oh, that and seems were... legit, but... but What were his and... other readings? His was... We had... Um, Eric Andrews was uh, guest hosting that one with us, too. So he said okay. that Eric would finally see a ghost, because Eric wanted to see one. So he said <laughs> that Eric would finally see a ghost. Okay. He said that a penny would be on my forehead. Useless. And... Damien's car would get broken into. Okay, so yours was the only one that really was a complete mystery <laughs> as to what the fuck it was. And I told someone about the penny on the forehead, and then they pressed a penny to my forehead. So I guess it did technically oh my happen. God, that's but I had lame. To, I had to prompt it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm right now. I'm just I'm I'm. Penny on forehead. I'm Googling this to be like, what what does this well, mean? 
I don't know specific forehead, but I know that they used to put pennies on dead people's eyes. Oh my god, when more they, dead shit, die. Cody? More dead oh, shit? I'm, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm done. I'm cooked. I am seeing coin on forehead of dead. It's actually a practice that dates way back to Greek mythology uh, that the coin was put uh, for the soul of the deceased to use as a fare to pay the ferryman that would take the soul uh, on his boat to the afterlife on the other side of the sea that separates the living and the dead. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Ten out, of, oh. ten out of ten psychics agree that I am done this year. I am over. This is the final year of my life. Oh my god, so what are you going to do with all your your last year, Cody? <laughs> I guess move to New York. This is it with Steffi D. Dominic Antonio. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's going to be a widow in New York if anyone's interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be so morbid if you actually do die. Um... <laughs> You'll remember this, though. You'll believe in psychics for the rest of your life if oh, I die this year. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, will unquestionably. That will be my legacy, is this podcast and making all of your listeners always believe in psychics. <laughs> it won't be TV. It'll be oh, my God. Um, What were... Okay, so let's go back to this legit psychic. What were some mm-hmm. of her other readings for some of the other people on that podcast? <laughs> yeah, like, she got... Um, for the loved one, she... Um, she got the engagement thing, which I guess they've been talking about that. Okay. Uh, recently, so like even a bit of a swing to guess that someone would have a partner. I think uh-huh. I don't. I don't know. Let alone like she's gonna get married. Yeah, like she looked. I maybe I should be insulted because she looked at uh, Nicolina. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, you're. You have a partner. You're gonna yeah. get married soon, <laughs> Cody. You're single. Looked you're at single you. and on the end of your life." Little prospect. <laughs> not asexual. Yeah, not asexual. Anything you think about yourself is wrong. And it won't matter anyways because you won't be around. <laughs> You're not going to figure this all out by the end of the year. Yeah. So just don't bother. Just deal with that. So predicted an engagement. Okay. Mm-hmm. which and, might be on track that might be on track to coming true and they said baby girl oh. and they said that you would name it um and this is a name you've already thought about hmm. uh ellie i believe what it was and then she was like yeah that's the name i was thinking of naming my no baby really yeah wow so like aaron i'm dead i'm, I'm like i'm <laughs> also <laughs> I'm also like, shit, Cody, this seems legit. I gotta turn my life around. I don't I don't know if I can avoid it. Like, maybe I can avoid it. Yeah, that's I the thing know. of like, okay, so they give you this like devastating reading, essentially. Like, so what do you, like, do they, yeah, do they give you like the option of like, what you can do now you know this? It's like, can I turn this around somehow? Jesus. <laughs> Well, she said she said to go to a doctor. So like I've okay, done the okay. doctor thing. Okay. I've gotten the test. Uh jokes on her. They yep. did uh my blood work and they did my um ultrasound. 
and they realize that it's my liver bad. Joke's on you. I'm dying because of liver. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> I win. You win. I win. Liver's bad. <laughs> it's your liver really bad. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it could be my heart, too. It could be my heart and liver bad, so it's coming at me at all angles. My heart is going to be worse than what my liver's at, apparently. So I see a cardiologist tomorrow, so we'll see about that. But... Oh, my God. You are falling apart. I don't know what's happening. I thought it was going good. Yeah, you were on two TV series this past year. It was looking good. Uh, honestly, October, I was on a TV show every single week in October. Every single week. It's a good Now, one. I'm done. No, that was it. That was your I, peak. Yeah. I, I peaked. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a fine way to go. Everyone will look and be like, wow, he did a lot last year. He had a lot of potential. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna get one of those obits that's like, oh, so much potential. Yeah, would have been a star probably. Com- comedy yeah. community before this would have been like, nah, not a lot going on. Yeah, before but October. Seeing, seeing my IMDb now. Yeah, post October. <laughs> and we're not talking. I'm TV's Cody Crane because we're not talking about Canadian TV shows. They're American TV shows. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the real shit. Let me brag about this because I'm going to die soon. <laughs> Let me get it out of the way. Let's talk about all your achievements. Yeah. Just yeah. like list them off. Yep. Yep. Accolades. I think yep. I got, I was an Ontario scholar. So, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Above 80. That's above 80%, yeah. right? In your yeah. high school? Exactly. No. Yeah. High school. Yeah. Yeah. High school. <laughs> Yeah, so let's let's let everyone know I'm an intellectual. Um, yeah, <laughs> real academic type. <laughs> yeah, I think the podcast uh, Spooked was in the top ten in America on the charts at one time on iTunes. Let's let hey, everyone know about that. Let's... That's something. Oh my god! I you've, mean, I you've won some Canadian podcasting awards. Uh no, I've only been nominated. <laughs> I, Aaron, I'm not the bedpost podcast, okay? I haven't won like 50 of those things. I I struggle to be nominated. No. Which, by the way, I think every Sonar podcast has won but me, That's but it's I fine. <laughs> we got next year. I think we got next year. Yeah, yeah. Except, especially posthumously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once I die, I I think we stand a shot. Maybe we'll get some pity votes in there. Oh my god, it's so morbid. Uh, it's, it's so morbid. It's either gonna be uh, we should vote because he died, or well, he doesn't need the award now. <laughs> or maybe he needs it more than ever. Yeah. Oh my god. Kill me. Um (laughs) What's your okay, let me think of a question. Let me get myself together here. Um (laughs) What's um the sexiest episode of Spooked that you've done recently? Does an episode Yeah, what's the one like pop in your head when I say that? (laughs) Sexiest. Um Oh my god. Well, I mean, just based off of 
my description of all of these Chris's and Mark's surrounding me around one microphone. That's hot. Yep. Yeah. How can that not be? It's an and enticing I mean, like, image. <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't seen uh, the sexual energy coming off of Mark Hallworth live, then <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Mark Hallworth. Yeah. <laughs> improv is so not sexy oh it's so funny <laughs> oh god yeah it's i i mean there, it would be so hard to make an episode i mean you maybe the interview portion could be sexy on spooked but like mm-hmm, just thinking mm-hmm. about like the improv yeah the improv portion of it yeah oh my god and just thinking about anyone at any point seeing like me on stage doing improv and thinking that was sexy (laughs) yep yep i don't see it (laughs) i've taken my shirt off a lot nice yes yeah yeah the confidence where do you source the confidence for that Honestly, yeah, it's blind confidence, I believe they call it. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, but, oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, I think the closest thing to uh, being, like, sexy on stage was actually the least sexy I've been on stage was doing your show in the sex club when I was, like, the only one that wasn't sexy in that show. Oh, my God, yeah. You were wearing, were you peanut butter? What were yeah, you? Yeah, it was peanut butter dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah you know the how confusion. everyone <laughs> the confusion yeah there's just the blanket confusion of everyone you know it's halloween and you know people that's like a it's like straight you know pride you know people wear sexy outfits right out in public <laughs> right and it's like oh a sexy halloween show yeah <laughs> cody and like, dressed as a jar of peanut butter oh i can't it's so funny (laughs) it was small on me (laughs) it was a size too small (laughs) yeah it was a size too small so it's somehow bulky and riding (laughs) loose and clingy (laughs) you you laughing at my jokes and everyone else just looking confused that's what it was and people genuinely responding to my setups too of like i i was like anyone here play uh skippo and then they're like no i actually don't like that game i was like oh okay oh jesus wow okay well i mean i did go into a sex club immediately talking about being asexual not a good idea they're they're not for it they're not about it they're not they're like i I, this no that's not what we're doing here tonight we're all fucking we're all fucking i mean ace people can fuck for sure it's it's true but not the way i was saying it (laughs) i was dressed like a peanut butter jar and talking about asexuality while people oh, were listening, it. and some of them probably were fucking while they were hearing me talk about it. Yep. 
god. Shout out Club M4. Um, <laughs> shout out Club M4, Mississauga. Um, I still get emails. I still get emails. <laughs> From Club M, you're still on the spam list. <laughs> yeah, remember we signed up? We had to like sign up to perform or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I still, I get it all the time. I get an email all the time. You, that <laughs> reminder of the peanut butter performance. Yeah, I never want to forget it. Oh my god, I'm very happy you reminded me because that is a that is a memory. <laughs> when I think of all little bedpost memories throughout the years, you know that's for sure one of them. <laughs> oh my god, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so what are you? How are you feeling about this latest wave of the pandemic? What's going on in your life? Are you still? Are you auditioning? Are you working throughout it? What's going on? I mean, it's a little bit of both. I was working a little bit um, at the start of it, and now I'm at, like, a lot of free time. Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm doing a few auditions here and there, but, like, it's a lot of just sitting at home, enjoying enjoying that life. Because, I don't know, like... Would you consider yourself an introvert? No. No? No. No, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming one. (laughs) Not by choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's like part of me where like, I'm very extroverted, especially when I'm like on stage or like performing or like, if it's like my duty to talk to people, right? Like I was, I would say that when like Sonar created, like I was the extroverted one of the two of us, right? Like Mike and I, and like we were um when we were talking to people and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. But um I can I can be shy. I can be shy. You mm-hmm. wouldn't it might shock you to know that since I wore a peanut butter jar. <laughs> Talk about sexuality. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. But there's something about like just meeting someone new where it's like not performative or whatever and it's like that makes me a little bit shy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a date, perhaps. Um, do you get shy on dates? Or do you do well no. on dates? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a date guy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I do good on dates. I think, like, I'm better on dates than setting up them, certainly. Um, <laughs> I, when you're talking on, like, an app or something right, like that. Right, okay, like, like the admin. Yeah, the... <laughs> Yeah, like I only know how to be weird, so <laughs> sometimes that doesn't come across the way you want it to via text, like virtual. I don't even know what know? I want it to be. <laughs> Maybe that's your problem. But when I'm on a date, oh my god, like I'm I I feel like I'm a I'm on a top tier dater. Yeah, I can I, I can see that for you for sure. I think like I'm keeping the conversation going. We're yeah. doing this. Sometimes I plan something special. Oh my god, <laughs> something special like what? I I did this one date. I'm so proud of this date. Oh, and please, I don't know if do people tell. take pride in single dates. Then and I did end up like in a relationship with this person a while after. Okay, but this date, I the first date, we. I assigned a uh, budget to the two of us. I paid for everything, though. 
Okay. I assigned a budget to the two of us to go into Michael's. Okay. We got random crafts based off of that budget. And then we went to a park and we made something for each other. Oh my god, this is like Taskmaster. Yes. I fucking then, love it. So we made these crafts for each other based off of what we could do with that budget. And then like meet in the middle. Boom, go to the park. And then we can like, we were like introducing ourselves, kind of like talking. But when you're doing something. Yep. Doing an activity is very important, I think. In your yeah, you know, first dates or second dates. Walls broken down. You're just like, you're focused on the activity. You're still talking. You're learning about each other, you know. And then we got to leave with a little gift that you might throw out. <laughs> Depending on how good it was. What were the gifts? Can you tell me what you ended up making for each other? Oh, my God. I think she made me, like, this little box. Okay. Um, and then, like, put, like, this little, like, elephant or rhino in it. Cute. Yeah, so she made, like, this box out of different materials and then, like, put, like, a little toy in there. Love it. Um, What'd you make? And then I honestly, like, this is, like, I don't remember. That was out of my life. I know what I had to hold on to and di and stressed about for years of whether I should throw it out or not, if it's appropriate to throw it out. What if we um, hang out again or something? And she yeah. comes over and she's like, hey, what, where's that it. box I yeah. made you? Don't see it, see it anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so that thing was a stress of my life for years after, even when we were dating. So oh I remember that vividly. Yes. Uh, what I gave her? No, no idea. Yeah, in, in one ear and out the other. Yeah, just immediately yeah. forgotten. <laughs> I'm sure it was fucking fantastic. I probably glued some macaroni to a spoon or something. I don't know. Gorgeous. <laughs> hey, and uh, and here's the thing. Did you ever notice that it was like around her place? Did you ever stress about like where is it? I wonder if she kept it or threw it out. No, even when we dated, I didn't go to her place very often. Okay, okay. Because you yeah. know that thing of like you think people are thinking about things way too much than they are. You know what I mean? Like they they're not thinking yes. about you nearly as much as you think they are. Like that that yeah, that definitely. Thing. Like no one cares what you're doing. Just do your own thing. Nobody's looking at you and analyzing you like you think they are. You know? <laughs> oh, I know that. But, <laughs> <laughs> however, <laughs> however, even though I know that, yeah, it's not going to stop it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with anxiety, isn't it? <laughs> you're like, you don't know yeah, I fucking know. <laughs> you know how many cards I have saved? Just like folders of cards that i've been given that i've read once oh because you feel bad about throwing them out what's the thought process of keeping them yeah like i'm not sentimental about them yeah. i'm just like oh what if someone's like oh remember that card i gave you well let me take a look at that again oh, my I was God. Like, oh okay has anybody literally ever said that to you ever no but what if they did <laughs> but what if they did <laughs> Then like, I wrote you're... a really nice message in this one. Yeah, yeah you did. I, I kind of remember that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you lie and say, yeah, yeah, no, I love that. Thank you. That was really nice. <laughs> and, and then they're like, well, can I see it? And you're like, fuck. Now I've done two bad things. I threw out the card. <laughs> And I'm trying to bluff out of this situation. I'm just piling them on top of each other. Now lies, I'm a piece of shit. Lies, build on lies, build on lies. 
Then they're going to tell their friends, now their friends aren't going to send me anything either. Yep, they're no more Christmas cards for TV's Cotton yeah. Cream. Like, he doesn't even appreciate them, he throws them out. <laughs> so this is the first date that you had with someone? Or was this someone mm-hmm. that, like, you had a couple dates and then you were like, I'm going to amp it up and do something special? This was a first. Oh my god, I'm so impressed by this. No one does shit like that on a first date. I love it. I go crazy on first dates. You do? Yeah, because, I mean, here's the thing. There's very little times mm-hmm. and that I will be the one to reach back out mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And that's like, I it could be like part of like just how my brain works with just, I don't know, like I just have to really, really, really be into it. Because if mm-hmm. I'm not really, really, really into it, then I'm like, I, like, what, what are we even gonna do? We do this for a bit, and then it's over. Like, I just like, I don't. That's good. So, I think. I think that's that's a good mentality to have. Like, be really enthusiastic about it, or else, like, I don't know. When, don't, like, don't just do it just to go through the motions. Do it just to do it. You mm-hmm. know, like be in a relationship just like because we're both here you know what i mean like like yeah i I think that i think that's a good mentality sorry i cut you off though i think however the mentality goes away because as soon as someone else initiates it i'll usually be like yeah maybe okay (laughs) you'll fold on that real fast yeah Yeah, Yeah, i'll fold i'm like ah they want to know okay the minute someone shows you some affirmation you're like yeah 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 okay okay you convince yeah. me yeah <laughs> uh, you compliment me okay okay yeah now i'm suddenly but however now that could make you suddenly excited about it you know yeah knowing that the I... other person is like into you that's valid i think too yeah and i think like i've gotten into relationships that way mm-hmm. i mean like sure. the the relationships that I've had, I was asked out for them. So I've never actually been in a relationship where I've initiated it. Uh It's just kind of, it kind of happens. And I think that's like the kind of disconnect with emotional connection for me. Mm, Okay. Okay. Regarding like you, the way your sexuality kind of functions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm going to have a first date, Mm-hmm. I make it a big one. What makes me shitty is that people really like it sometimes and they want another date. And sometimes you're like, it's like you're not going to approach them for the second date. No. Gotcha, no. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And sometimes they approach me and I'm not always, I won't always do it, but like sometimes I'll go on another one. But a lot of the time I'm like, I think we're, I think we're fine here. Yeah. Is that what you say? <laughs> I yeah, think we're no, no, fine I, here. I I think that we had a nice enough time. <laughs> <laughs> to end it here. To just call yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think we end on a high, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> That's the text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we should end on a high, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Is that not good? Uh... <laughs> That's fabulous. It's great. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> do you have luck on dating apps? I don't fucking know how to use dating apps. I'm not good at using them. I don't make connections with people. 
I don't like them. How do you No. What do you do? How do you do it? Yeah, like for me, I mean, I think I've had four total dates on a dating app. Okay. In my life. Okay. Just and mind you, I, I deleted a lot and everything like that. And I do match with people. But if they're not initiating it a lot of the time, then I don't. Yeah. Again, that it same, doesn't, it just that doesn't same thing. Yeah. So for me, I've gone on for uh, one of them was um, she set up another one and then didn't and then just left. <laughs> Ghosted? And I was like, yeah, I got Again ghosted. Again with ghosts and spooks. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm already going to be a ghost. Again with the ghosts. <laughs> Don't hurt me. Fuck, man. But, yeah, just like ghosting and then being like, uh, my thing is just don't set it up. Don't set it up and then, because yeah. if I set it up and then you don't respond. That makes it's more like, sense, okay. kind of. Yeah. But, like, why would yeah. you initiate if you are going to ghost me? <laughs> yeah, that is literally. Yeah. yeah, if you give me a date, time, and location, and then you're gone after that, I'm like, I, I, why would you Why you go to the bother to plan? Yeah, I don't get that. I'm the same way with, like, people who plan just, like, not even dates, but they just, like, make plans with me. And it's the person reaching out to me, making a plan with me, and then they cancel last minute. And I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm like, you, you, I, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> but this I, is kind of interesting, this thing of like, someone showing you interest or showing you affection. And that's kind of the thing. Like, is that one of, is that, can that kind of be finagled into one of the like love languages? I feel, cause I, I think that's a valid thing to be attracted to a person that shows interest in you i guess love language one of them's compliments isn't it yeah okay words yeah is that like words of affirmation yeah, words of affirmation that's yeah. the one yeah okay D yeah. yeah so there you go if someone's like yeah i really i really think you're cute actually and would like to go on a second date or whatever mm -hmm. i heard a fun time with you you're a fun person but then you have to the, you have to watch with that with me because if you give me the words of affirmation right off the start, then like because I don't like have like a craving for or craving I don't know if that's the right word craving for sex. <laughs> a craving, a craving. I don't have a sweet tooth for sex. Hmm? Uh, yeah. Then I might feel satisfied right off the bat if you say that, like, if you give me too many compliments, I might be like, we have done it. We, we this is, this is a three-year relationship for me now. Yeah. <laughs> You've given me everything I need. Yeah, I need nothing more of you. <laughs> you told me I was nice. That's, the... yeah. I'm good to go. Again, let's leave this on a high note, shall we? Yeah, for me, that's like, uh, like... <laughs> Uh, when you experience just like good sex on the first date, and you're yeah. like, I think I think we're okay. I think yeah, we did that. I think and I'm like, good about done. that. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's like you're cute, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, on to the next compliment, person. <laughs> the next You've given me too much confidence now. 
<laughs> Fuck you. You're dumped. I, I could get compliments from probably five other people now. <laughs> <laughs> from fives of people. Yeah. Countless fives of people. Oh my fucking god. Cody, you're funny. Um <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should be wrapping this up. Who knows for sure, because we <laughs> we got disconnected for a while and then reconnected. But I think we're about an hour at this point. Yeah, you've had about enough of me. It's uh, it's time to... We're going to end this on a high note, okay? <laughs> yeah, before I... I mean, I get it. You're scared that I might just have the heart attack right here yeah, while you're talking Yeah, then I'm liable, potentially. So <laughs> it's, it's like a, a ticking time bomb. It's, it's like if your friend asks you to take care of their cat and their cat's older. So you're scared that they might be yeah, gone by like, the time they I... come back. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a short visit, a short vacation. Yeah, I'll watch them. But yeah. like, yeah, I don't want to. It's just, <laughs> I don't want that around me for too long, just in case. Oh. <laughs> I don't want the stress of having to figure out what I do about this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's how, that's... <laughs> My mom with one of our family dogs at one point was like, yeah, I don't want to have to, <laughs> like, it was old and, like, definitely on the way out. But, like, she was like, yeah, I didn't have to, like, worry about if it died. So I just went and put it down. I was like, whoa, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> talking about big swings. That was, that was one of them. <laughs> that is a big swing. <laughs> but if I. If I'm just to, now I'm just, like, imagining, like, if I'm to have a heart attack right now. Oh, my God. If I'm to have one right now I, while we're I talking. I don't know how you, you can even joke do? about this. I don't know how you can joke about this, first of all. <laughs> I w- <laughs> well, but what would you even do? Like, you don't know my exact address. I was just going to say that I don't even know where you are. <laughs> yeah, you don't know where I am? <laughs> no, what I would do, I would, I would, on Instagram, I would DM Steffi D. Dominican Antonio yeah. and tell her. She'll find me. <laughs> She'll find, find me. you. <laughs> I'd be like, Steffi, call 911. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, Cody, <laughs> where can people listen to Spooked and shit? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, check out uh, Spooked on the SonarNetwork.com or wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, all of that good stuff. You'll find it anywhere. And then I'm at uh, Co Crane if you want to check me out on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, baby. Uh, for myself, I'm at the Lady Pim One on Twitter. I'm at the Lady Pim on Instagram and at the Bed Post Podcast. I have a Patreon. It's the Bed Post Show. I have a YouTube page it's the bedpo show and i always like to thank the lady who has done all my original music for my pod that's stephanie copeland uh, um canadian podcasting award winner stephanie copeland <laughs> uh, rub it in <laughs> um <laughs> cody this has been really fun thank you so- thank you so much for spending this time with me today this i know how you have limited time left so i really appreciate um, everyone, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here on the Bedpost Podcast. Get fucked. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.